This WTF Landia episode is not brought to you by Flaming Hot Cheetos, but if they know it's good for them, it'll be coming soon. You can eat Flaming Hot Cheetos on anything. Try it with instant marachan noodles. Try it in your infamil. Try it in your vanilla ice cream scoops. Also, try it while you're watching Shark Week. Flaming Hot Cheetos, the snack of WTF Landia Radio's choice. The views expressed at WTF Landia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Shit to say when you put your girl on the snap, baby. Yo, baby. I mean, shit getting weird. Come on, baby. It's hot outside. You fucking wrapped up in that blanket. Let's go jog on the beach. a true survivor speaking of true survivors and feeling like a little kid huh <laughs> oh let the good times roll let the good times roll my friends welcome to your <laughs> Surviving P. Diddy episode of WTF Landia Radio Show, folks. It's your girl, Shar Michelle. I hope that you are well. I hope that you are well. It is a lovely day not to be a person singing on Instagram. Feeling It, it feels awkward. It feels awkward, especially amidst the circumstances. It feels quite awkward to have... uh, That was... Sorry. Hi, guys. If you're new to the show, this is your girl, Char Michelle, or your host, Char Michelle, formerly known as your host, hostess with a mostess. Um, But yes, so welcome to the show. Love to have you. Come sit down in your nearest uh, lounge chair. Hey, oh, before you go to your lounge chair, hang up your coat at the valet and sit back, relax, enjoy the show. But speaking of, guys, we have to jump into the news because this one really, 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 it bought, it bought some thoughts back. It bought some memories back because he's, he's, here's the thing. We're going we're gonna to go ahead and talk about the fact that I've been in and around the game for a minute, y'all. And then my ears have been to the streets, if anything. You know, um, I lived in L.A., from L.A. And it's a very small and fraternal uh, industry, so to speak. Everyone knows everyone. And apparently, here's what I think. That right there, the singing, I'm still standing, bigger than I've ever been. Feeling like a true survivor. Feeling like a little kid. One, I, 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 
I'm going to put it out there right now. So those of you who have a short attention span will know this. I'm calling it like I see it here. Um, One, um, surviving P. Diddy will be on Netflix. And it might not be called that because they already had a surviving R. Kelly, but I can guarantee you one thing. They let the let the good times roll. I feel, I feel, and I don't know, again, I don't work for any agencies, but I do feel in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit that Cassie Ventura was not the only one. Who is Cassie Ventura, Michelle? Oh, wait, stop. And then feeling like a little kid. Oh, did he? For that to be your first song coming off of an accusation like Cassie just slung on Diddy? Well, that's pretty interesting. Because a settlement was reached this Friday between singer Cassie Ventura and music mogul Puffy, Puff Daddy, or otherwise known as Sean Diddy Combs. And uh, she accused him in a federal, federal lawsuit of rape, kidnapping, abuse, freak-offs, and a partridge in a pear tree. But one less than 24 hours. I'm giving you guys the short end of the shtick. Because again, I think sometimes people like to jet out. You know, we have short attention space. I get it. We're also going through major life stuff, so... It's okay. Don't worry. Or just before you fall asleep, because my voice apparently does that to people. But um, less than 24 hours after a lawsuit was found, and Cassie Ventura was one of P. Diddy's protégés, let's just call it. Or she would call him older brother. And I'm going to tell you what, that's that term goes around the industry. Oh, it's my little sister, my little cousin, my older brother. And meanwhile... The weirdest, most creepy, most diabolical things happen. And I'm glad these things are coming to light so that these things don't have to happen. I mean, there's so many great singers that I think have lost it. Stick to, I got to stick to the program here. I'm going to get lost in thought. But there are so many singers that I know that I have witnessed personally that have had it, but that got turned off by the industry because there's so much diabolical stuff happening, especially apparently, allegedly, at P. Diddy's parties, which I was invited to one time. He was he knew better than to... I, I have this presence about me. If you haven't met me in person, understand this one thing. It's It could be intimidating. Not because I'm just super tall or super buff or any of that, but I don't know. It's just, I don't think that. I think that, I think that the God that lives inside of me has protected me from things. So it's the presence around me, more or less. But uh, anyways, so I, I didn't get invited to the champagne room, so to speak, and I'm grateful. I don't think I pull up, put off that vibe, though, usually. That's not really my thing. But um, this is intriguing to me because I have to say, the way this one sounded for me reading um, about what would have been in the lawsuit is quite familiar sounding in in the, in industry speak anyways and 
the complaint was that uh, alleges that Combs, or aka P. Diddy, Puffy, Puff Daddy, or now he calls himself Love, isn't that cute? He lured Miss Ventura into an ostentatious, fast-paced, and drug-fueled lifestyle and into romantic relationship within two years the pair of, of the pair meeting in 2005. And um, Ventura claims that uh, he exerted his power and influence over her throughout the course of their professional romantic relationships. And she was 19 when they met, and he was 37. And their, their business relationship lasted until 2019. And the complaint details that Combs was physically violent towards Ventura, controlled all aspects of her personal life, introduced her to a lifestyle of excessive alcohol and substance abuse, which I have personally heard. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Just stick around. Uh, the lawsuit alleges that uh, after he tried to end the relationship in 2018, Combs forced his way into her home and raped her. Now mother of two. Ventura claims in the suit that she struggled with addictions to drug and alcohol that were established and fueled by Mr. Combs throughout the course of their relationship. The complaint states that uh, Ventura still suffers from immense emotional distress and that at one point checked into an inpatient rehabilitation center after having suicidal thoughts linked to the abuse. And after years in silence and darkness, she said, I'm finally ready to tell my story and to speak up on behalf of myself and for the benefit of other women who face violence and abuse in their relationships. Wow. She also goes on to state that with the expiration of New York's Adult Survivors Act fast approaching, it had become clear that this was the opportunity to speak up about the trauma that she has experienced and that she will be recovering from for the rest of her life. And, um, yeah, with a rebuttal to that, the statement from PDD's lawyer, uh, Ben Brathman, he says that uh, Mr. Combs vehemently de- denies the offensive and outrageous allegations. I don't think that is, well, allegedly, I don't think that that's something he should deny. But anyways... The statement continued and said, For the past six months, Mr. Combs has been subjected to Ms. Ventura's persistent demand of $30 million under the threat of writing a damaging book about the relationship, which was unequivocally rejected as blatant blackmail. Despite withdrawing her initial threat, Ms. Ventura has now resorted to filing a lawsuit riddled with baseless and outrageous lies, aiming to tarnish Mr. Combs' reputation and seeking a payday. What's done in the dark? Now, the lawsuit accuses Combs and other defendants of sex trafficking, human trafficking, sexual assault, gender-motivated violence, sexual harassment, gender discrimination, and a hostile uh, work environment. In addition, additionally accuses Combs of sexual battery. Ventura was seeking unspecified monetary damages, which most are saying it was upwards of $30 plus. And in addition to Combs, the lawsuit names his companies, including Bad Boy Records, Bad Boy Entertainment, Combs Enterprises, also names Epic Records, which it lists as an employer of Ventura. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Thank you, CNN, for that article. Oh, wow. Here we are. Now, Puff Daddy. 
If you're not familiar with Puffy, a.k.a. Daddy, Diddy, Love, whatever he might want to go by these days, um, that's not surprising. Just like it wasn't surprising when Will and Jada Smith were called out for having tryst and triangles and what do they call it? Unspecified entanglements. <laughs> the industry knew. <laughs> it's too small not to. My goodness. <laughs> it's too small not to know. Titty, you're about to get in trouble. Now, I want to go on to say before this thing starts to bubble up and we have more lawsuits coming out of our ears for Diddy, that this is probably not the last thing you're going to hear. Uh, Cassie just opened up the proverbial floodgates because a lot of the statutes of limitations have gone too. They've gone. They've come and gone. Because a person that I spoke to many years ago at this point should maybe be a double decade ago and I know that I'm only a double decade and some change but hear me out I met this person at a track meet happened to be sharing the same hotel not the same hotel room but the same hotel met in the lobby a very famous 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 rapper and it was in Florida that we had this track meet and so my team and I checked in and I met him in the hotel and we just bam automatically took a I'm just long story shorting automatically take a liking to each other like like as in respectful like yo I, I know who you are and he's like who are you type thing and we became good friends I'll call him little bro or big bro <laughs> you know industry talk um and we spent I think four days at this hotel and he was there for some I don't know what he's there for now I can't even remember it's almost like a blur but it did happen um his room we had it was a really cool concept to this hotel it's like indoor outdoor upstairs i don't know it was cool but i remember very vividly that after we started to hang out we talked in the lobby that first day it was like we just knew you know you just jive with somebody really well and you're like though this is on me how long are you gonna be here i'm gonna be here this time oh i'm gonna be here this time all right let's hang out let's go for lunch let's go for dinner let's come back let's hang out and so I do tend to have that personality that people feel very comfortable with, you know, so they're like, yo, like what, like to befriend. And so um, sometimes, other times I feel very, most people feel very intimidated. So there's, it just depends on who you are, really. It's not, it's if you're confident enough maybe to, to chat with me. And anyways, we spent, you know, a couple of days uh, just jiving. And I think on the third day or something, we was just talking about the industry. And I was like, yo, that album was hot, blah, blah, blah. Keep it in mind, this is somebody signed under the Bad Boy record label. A big artist under the Bad Boy record label from the 90s. Okay? Keep that in mind. And I was like, yo, that album was hot. I really love that. Like, you're, you know, and it just, I'm kind of a more of an encouraging person. I like to encourage people's greatness. And so I think he felt that. And he was like, you know what? The reason why I left. And it went on from there. The reason why I left. I was like, why did you retire, though? You were just popping. And I promise you, 
allegedly. He said, because, uh, and this is like, you know, him days into the feeling like, this person's cool. And he was like, I'm just going to share it. Like, he needed to get something off his chest. And he was like, man, I had to go. He's like, nothing was worth my integrity and sacrificing, like, all the stuff I had to sacrifice. He said, I was at a party. And he said, I was there with, and he named several groups under the Bad Boy and solo artist under the Bad Boy record label. And he said, uh, we were all at this party, this ditty party. And long story short, I promise you, I'm a God gal. Y'all know that. Um, so my word is my word. I don't have to put anything on the heavens above or on God. Because that's not something that the Bible, that's something the Bible teaches against. But um, Lord be my witness. He said, I woke up the next morning and my, what, what's a good, what's a copacetic word for this podcast? podcast? It is WTF Landia radio show, by the way, after all. Um, my bet. My bum hole was bleeding. Period. Full stop. I was like, ah! Now, if you do know the rumors about Diddy, you will know that that is slightly not surprising. That he likes to twiddle around in the anal area with young men. But I've heard they can go as young as Usher, which would be over the past, over the statute of limitations. Because apparently when he, there were some videos when he was talking about Usher and I would wake up together in the morning, pause. And then, you know, so he was 16 at that time or 17. Horrible. Justin Bieber, who was caught allegedly giving fellatio to Odell Beckham, allegedly on video, all of these things, and he probably did um, imagining spending solo time with Justin Bieber, that he was a victim. But these guys have gone outside of their statute of liberty, uh, limitations, probably, because this all happened when they were younger and, and now almost pushed, they're in their 30s or pushing. And so he might have escaped them. I don't know when his last assault, maybe since he's changed his title to love, he's stopped jiggling around in booty toots and smacking women down but well, here's what I the one thing I know when guys like that allegedly like Diddy is being accused of when they have to do things like that it's one because they're insecure and that would make sense because that dance that he was just doing on that video I'm still standing he was doing that Diddy body knee knock walk through his corridors you know but dude shaped like a knee-knocking cartoon character. And so he's probably got those hang-ups, right? And, uh, and he's got this power, so he's using the fact that he's, in my opinion, not at all attractive, uh, but has a lot of money and power and prestige and has, you know, a good ear for music and can spot some talent. But he can also spot a fresh new bum hole to rip into and women to beat after he feels incompetent about that, allegedly. Did he? 
And then a lot of people have said, you know, he's gone missing. And Jamie Foxx situation. There's all these alleged activities that circle around his wife, Kim Porter, or ex-wife, or ex-partner, Kim Porter, passed away mysteriously. Bodyguards speaking on Diddy. I don't think that that song, the little jingle he was singing at the top of this podcast broadcast, is going to end well. I think this is just the beginning. And here's what I always say. What's done in the dark will always come to light. It's good that people change. It's absolutely, if he's changed from Puff to Daddy to Diddy to whatever, to now love, and he's settled himself. That sounded a little pompous and arrogant to me, though, to sing that song in the corridor less than 24 hours after settling a lawsuit for $30 million for someone you damn near made one of suicide herself allegedly it's it's sounding like pride is going to come before the fall my my guy and i say that not because i want that to happen um i have a brother that works with him really closely right now I just finished an album with him shout out to my guy stevie j uh and uh I, I I want to see people change and do well and find find God, find Christ. If you look on P. Diddy's page, you'll probably find a couple of prayers that I've posted there. I just want people to know Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You can leave the rest behind. A faulty life is a faulty life. It ain't right. If it ain't right, if it don't feel right, and you've made it feel right by doing it so many times, it doesn't make it right. It's like, when do you choose the right versus the wrong way? I hope you find the right way. There is literally a red river running through Russia right now. This is the second one. And people are calling it a mysterious chemical. No, this is spoken about in scripture. There is no mysterious chemical that is running through Russia. That is an act of God. And then there is um, a woman on one of the the comment sections uh, that's saying, uh, no. Anybody who's saying that, anybody who's saying that, uh, this is um, an act of God is stupid. Okay, well, I I just say read the Bible. Read the Bible. If you think that this is not something that's going to happen, then... Then you might be sorely mistaken. Because I'm going to read this scripture in the Bible that talks about blood, river. And because I've been sharing us with us the end time stuff that, um, that we should be looking at right now. Mm, that's a good one. Um, but seriously, guys, as I look up this, um, okay, Psalm 78, 44. And had turned their rivers into blood and their floods that they could not drink. That's Psalms 78, 44. Please read the whole of Psalm 78. And you can find out what that else that talks about. Also, Revelation 16, 4, which it looks like we're currently experiencing the book of Revelation. It says, And the third angel poured out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of water, and they became blood. 
That's Revelation 16, 14. Do me a favor and read that yourself. If you can, read the books of Matthew all the way through Revelation and experience what the prophets saw about what is possibly happening right now before our very eyes. Not possibly, but in my very, very Christ-following, discerning spirit is absolutely happening right now. Yeshua HaMashiach, a.k.a. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, is coming soon. And Philippians 10.11 will tell you, Every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Yeshua HaMashiach is Lord. Philippians 2, verses 10 and 11. Read that. That means even you, me, anybody, dead or alive, will have to admit that Yeshua HaMashiach is king. And he will be coming soon. I know that this sounds mythological and it sounds bizarre, but doesn't a river running through Russia, blood red, sound bizarre? Think about it. So since we're going with the bizarre, let's just fancy ourselves and accept Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. Say, Jesus, I don't know what's going on. This is crazy. But I ask that you come into my life. I believe that you died on that cross and you rose again, defeating that cross, capturing death so that we wouldn't have to make other sacrifices. You became the ultimate lamb of sacrifice for our sins. That if we believe in you, we will not perish, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life in eternity with our Father, God in heaven. There is everlasting life both ways. Heaven or hell, you choose. I'm just going to say that. You can say, no, I disagree with that, Michelle. I, I don't think, I don't believe in none of that. I believe in reincarnation. Well, you can do that. But I think that if any of these nuclear bombs, which I feel might happen, destroy half the globe, where are you reincarnating to? Where are you going? You're going to reincarnate to an uninhabitable planet. Or if there was a Big Bang Theory, why do we all have different fingerprints? How did everything just bang and boom and become the greatest piece of art? Have you seen an ice sickle or an ice flake or snowflake under a microscope? That's too intelligently made. That's God. That's the Father. That's my Father, Abba, Yahweh. Find, look, we're, 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 we're living in some crazy times, some wild times. Why, why, why don't you just be eccentric and wild and be different and believe in Jesus so you will not perish and have everlasting life? Later. Tried to dress up in lingerie and Diddy insisted that she wear white nail polish to contrast her nails with the skin of the black men he hired to have sex with her. Diddy would then instruct Cassie and the sex workers to speak to each other and then would specifically tell Cassie where to touch the sex workers. Diddy would say things like, grab that big black and ask her how does it feel as he directed her to perform for him. In addition to directing Cassie 
and masturbating. Diddy would use his phone, laptop, and tablet to film Cassie having sex with the higher sex workers, while Cassie quickly deleted any photographs or video sex acts if they were taken from her phone. Diddy repeatedly made it clear that he retained many videos of her during these sessions. Even when she deleted the videos, Diddy would tell her that he was able to recover the deleted videos from her devices. On one occasion, he sat next to her on the flight and made her watch the videos she thought she had deleted, reinforcing her inability to escape the immense power he held over her. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third party materials or or content of any third party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. This episode is not brought to you by McDonald's. Don't you dare put your lips on that sh-